This is the AdLib Music Podcast. Have you been looking for someone to walk alongside you in your worship leadership journey? We love worship leaders. AdLib Music is an organization of worship coaches that is deeply committed to eradicate isolation and burnout so that you bear much fruit. Part of our mission is to give you resources, and this is the Worship Fertilizer from AdLib Music. The worship leader sound tech relationship is usually either pretty great or pretty not. <laughs> the reality is that each week our sound techs serve heroically to bring our musical offerings to life, but they often lack training, affirmation, or proper equipment. It's super hard work and usually thankless. So here's two things I want to say today. The first thing is, I, I think you should hire AdLib, hire us, to train your sound techs. We come to your church six times and train your team on your equipment. I mean, if you do nothing else, this alone will increase team joy and congregational engagement, not to mention the way that things sound. And I'm serious. It's one of the best budget things you can do to invest in this year. So go to adlibmusic.com slash I need and click on audio training to get signed up. Second thing is this, build an actual relationship with your sound techs by learning to ask them helpful questions. So I have a list of questions here, and I think that's going to get your mind working to think about how you can build a relationship and how you can get better information from each other. So here's some questions that you can try out. How can we be better teammates? How well do we trust each other? Like that's, a, that's an honest question. That's a hard question to ask. Is the way that we do soundcheck giving you what you need? What's driving the rhythm in this song? What information do you need before rehearsal? What could we play or sing differently to make what you have to work with more musical? Hey, do you find it helpful if I give you requests or suggestions for the mix? I mean, realizing that I can't actually hear how it sounds in the house. If I have ideas... How or, or when do you want to hear them? And when or how do you not want to hear them? When do you feel like, rather than just mixing, you're being asked to produce or arrange because what the band is playing is just too much? You know, people are overplaying or out of tune or out of time. What kind of music do you listen to? What experiences are in the back of your mind when you're mixing that might keep you from really feeling free? Like, are there fears based on what people have said or complained to you in the past? Like, what's that been like for you? How can we make your job more fun? What's one thing that really irritates you about your job? Where do you want to have lunch? I think that's my favorite question. <laughs> of course, you can tailor these to fit your situation or, you know, make some up of your own. But the reality is that your working relationship will fail if you don't have an actual relationship. Your working relationship with your tech will fail if you don't have an actual relationship. It's on you to build it and to build each other up. Stick around. We're going to talk with Tony Geyer, our audio coach, here in a minute. And we'll have his perspective as a sound guy. This will be a great conversation. Stick around. You might be wondering what coaching looks like. How does it work? How much does it cost? 
we'd invite you to schedule a free 30-minute coaching session, no strings attached, simply to answer your questions and get to know each other. You can do that by going to adlibmusic.com and then click contact in the upper right-hand corner. We look forward to seeing you on the inside. Okay, friends, we have with us today our audio coach, Tony Geyer. Thanks so much for joining us, Tony. Yeah, absolutely. Here's what I wanted to talk about, because you're a unique sound guy in the in the sense that you have experience on both sides of the board. You mix, and, and you're tremendous, tremendous in that role, but you're also a talented musician. So you get to see things from, from both sides, and that's one of the things that I think is most in the way of things going well, and that is people not seeing what it's like on the other side. So the sound guy not having really any clue what it's like to lead worship and what that pressure feels like up there, and the worship leader not having any clue what it feels like and, and the pressure of being a sound guy. Right. So so what like what comes to mind when you think about building relationships between those two people? How can we grow in that? Well, I can give you I'll try and give you a quick story that really yeah. highlights this that was like a pivotal moment in my career of learning this. For, like you said, first of all, I'm, it's not just that I play music and I do sound. I love music. So mm, I just yeah. want to be around it. I just want to do anything. And I wasn't that great of a guitar player or bass player, so I said, well, I can turn knobs and I can carry gear, so I'll do that. So my first professional job uh, was with a band out of Atlanta called The Waiting. And the first show I had with them, I took a position as a monitor engineer, which, you know, the monitor engineer controls what the band hears. The front of house engineer controls what the crowd hears. So I'm on stage with a band, uh, and it's very demanding. Mm-hmm. I'd never done it before and didn't really know if I could do it, uh, but I knew a little how a soundboard works, so I was going to fake it until you make it. You know? That's great. So the first night, I get on stage, and, and I'm just kind of nervous because I don't really know what's happening. But the band was great, and the show was amazing, and the energy, and I was bobbing my head, and I was kind of dancing and and looking at what was happening, and then the lead singer would catch my eye and give me a signal to turn the guitar up, and I would turn that knob, and he would shake his head, and then the drummer would look at me and look at the bass player, and I'd say, "I I, I think he wants to hear more bass. And so I would try that, and he would nod his head. At the end of the show, I'm, I'm just, I'm thinking, this is, I can't believe I get to do this. Hmm. This is my dream. I get the greatest job in the world. I'm having the time of my life. And at the end of the show, the band says, man, you're, you're the best monitor engineer we've ever had. Wow. And I'm like, really? How, <laughs> like, how did I do that? You know, like, I don't have a clue what I'm doing. How did I pull that off? And they said, you know, the last guy we had would read a book during the concert Oh, and we man. couldn't get his attention. Yeah. I'm like, what? I, that didn't even make sense to me. So, moral of the story, the only thing I did was care. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't really even know what I was doing. I just cared enough to be in it with them. And from that point on, the band never questioned my commitment and never questioned any suggestions I had to make things better because they knew that I was committed to them. Yeah. 
And I never forgot that. And I, I think I probably tell that story in every training I do just because huh. it had such an impact on well, yeah. me. So the very nature of, of connecting and saying, I'm, I'm an advocate for you. I am going to be your best friend, whether you know it or recognize. I am the band's best friend. Yeah. I am the worship leader's best friend. You won't want to do a gig without me. The, the interesting thing with that is I was in a position where I was getting paid. I was a hired gun. Uh, in churches, we don't get paid. Um, the benefit of getting paid is you cannot get paid. You can lose your job. We don't often fire church sound guys. So oftentimes <laughs> they get to do whatever they feel like. And that's not a great position to work from. I actually enjoyed having it over my head that if you don't do this right, we'll find somebody else. Mm-hmm. And so I worked hard to prove to them that I was committed to doing it. And it wasn't hard work for me because I loved it. I truly loved it. So yeah. it was a win for everybody. The, the better they play, the better I look. The, you know, the harder I work, the better they look, the better they play, the better I look. Yeah. You know, so it was just getting that team effort. We're all in it together, completely obliterated the us and them that happens so much between tech and musicians. Yeah, for sure, man. And that, you know, I just, wow, I, I, I got goosebumps as you were telling that story as I was thinking about, you know, imagine if we had those kinds of relationships with our bands, with our worship teams and, and, the, and the techs. Like, I care. Mm-hmm. I'm in this with you. I'm your best friend. Like, we make each other better. Like, there's so much positive and just cooperative energy in in those ideas and that that practice that if we just implemented that things would sound better you know it's amazing it it really is that that makes so much more of a difference than you know what knob to turn yeah and that's fun you know learning what knob to turn is something that you learn with practice and experience and there's uh training that can help you with that but yeah. you got to start with a love and a, and a desire to connect yeah. and to be part of what's happening. And I think that's the sad thing is that a lot of sound operators feel like they're on the outs, like nobody likes them. They're just, you know, they don't have any friends, you know, nobody wants their opinion. So sometimes they get themselves in those situations and sometimes they just inherit yeah for sure well and and you do such a great job when you go in to do a training to set the the sound text at ease because you know honestly sometimes it can be really territorial and i get why you know because it's it's like your head's on the chopping block every time you're behind that soundboard and so yeah i'm going to control what's back here but you know but you you just like disarm them and set them at ease right away like look man i'm on your side i would feel weird if somebody came into my gig and started telling me what to do or you know started trying to teach me something so you're great at doing that and since we're talking about the training just to help people understand, so our standard training program for audio techs is we do two group trainings where everybody's together, you know, we're, we're all hearing the same conceptual ideas and the, and the same practical instruction two different times at your church. And then we come back and do these solo trainings with each with each tech. We do four of those. So, like, the first two are not at a rehearsal. You know, you don't have to, like, try to multitask and serve the band and try to learn. It's just like a separate time. But then you come back during a rehearsal for these individual ones where you can ask all your 
your specific questions. You know, you can see the band, you know, and you can and you can learn in a live setting like that. So yeah. that's kind of our general way we do things. Am I am I leaving anything out? No, since you're the no, one that's, that's always there. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's great. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, like like we said earlier, we'd love to have you um, sign up for that because I, I just I'm bold enough to say that because I know it's just going to help. But I think you should hire us to help your your text grow. So I'll say that so Tony doesn't have to because Tony <laughs> would, wouldn't want to say that. Well, I have <clears throat> so much to say, as you know. So yeah. <laughs> you're helping everyone. There you go. Yeah, that's that's the goal. So, all right, very cool. Thanks, Tony, for sharing that that story with us and sharing your expertise with the church at large. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. Love it. Music for this episode is brought to you by The Light, The Heat. Check them out on iTunes. Thanks so much for joining us for today's podcast. We'd love it if you'd subscribe and include one takeaway from this episode when you leave a review on iTunes. And if you send us a question to podcast at adlibmusic.com, we'll be sure to answer it in an upcoming episode. To find out how to grow personally, go to adlibmusic.com slash contact and schedule a free 30-minute coaching session today. You've got what it takes to lead like a champion. The Lord bless, protect, sustain, and guard you. May the Lord make His face shine upon you with favor and surround you with loving kindness. May the Lord lift up His face upon you with divine approval and give you a peaceful heart and life.